0: Welcome to the Chase Merrill Podcast. I am your host, Chase Merrill, and we are all about helping people get freed up from what's holding them back so they can build up who they were made to be. If you want to help us continue to make an impact with this podcast week in and week out, consider joining our new Patreon community. For as little as a cup of coffee a month, you can be a part of helping us get the message and mission of the podcast out to more people more effectively. This is a way that we can come together as a community and you'll get access to behind the scenes stuff, additional resources and content, and so much more for just as little as $5 a month. You can head over to chasemeryl.com and click Patreon to jump in and get started. Now let's jump into today's conversation. Hey.
1: Hey.
0: How are you? Good. Good. Welcome uh, back to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. So this is episode 51. Yeah. And uh we have one more to go before this project, the fifty-two project, uh, is complete. Mm-hmm. And uh you have been on this podcast. Is it obviously I said welcome back? you were episode two and that was a long time ago. Yeah. Almost a year ago. Yeah. You had Joy, our youngest, with you mm-hmm. during that podcast, and it was it was a great podcast. Joy was a star as well. Um, you said some incredible things, but part of me also felt like, man, I would love to be able to have another one of these with you based, based on the fact that this whole project was about people who made impact on my life and you, you are the biggest, <laughs> I mean, obviously the biggest continue to be yeah. favorite human being in the world. And that has only grown more mm-hmm. this year since that episode till now. And so, um, thought about like, man, how, how do I really kind of want to wrap this thing up? Um, as we round this thing out and it just, there's so many people that could be a part of this 52 52 yeah. was really hard to whittle down and man, and people could have been interchanged in some of those, obviously not everybody in my life who's made a massive impact was able to either schedule and, um, you know, limited it or just there, you know, it just didn't work out. So, um, you know, for those that are like, I, I, I thought I made an impact on Chase's life. You know, why didn't I get an invite? <laughs> there's a, you could have, okay. Just so you know, you're none of you. Yep. Are, but just knew this was the right way to go to wrap this thing kind of as we come to the, the close to the last episode. So welcome back. Cannot wait to have a conversation with you mm-hmm. today and really even unpack a little bit of this last year, uh, the journey between the two of us, your life individually, my life individually. Yeah. So how you feeling?
1: Great. Yeah. Just so glad to be here without a child. Like, I mean, just the place that we were at in January. I was, n- it was a very different morning coming into this <laughs> by the grace of God. <laughs> it was. Right? Right. We're in a different place. We're yeah. different people and we are, we're not fully different people, but there's been significant change who we were 48 weeks ago to who yeah. we are today.
0: Yeah. Big time. And, and part of why, you know, for people that are listening that have been a part of the journey of the podcast to this point, or they just know us or you at some level, I mean, would you say like... Th- for, you, see, you mentioned forty-eight weeks. Let's just roll with that number since we May know the 49. party. Guys, whatever that is, our math game right. is so strong. We are such a strong math couple. Honestly, <laughs> it's such a strong suit for us. We are there. Um, oh, would you say it was? It was could be the most transformative oh, span of four weeks or forty-eight weeks in your life when you think about what was transformed and grown in you over a period of time like that. Or would it be up there? What would you say?
1: Yeah, I would say. I haven't really thought through compared to other seasons. I mean, overall, yes, there would be a couple other seasons where there would have been some major shifts and changes. But I think as you look at like one collective year, what has happened and grown and changed, like deep things, not just surface things. Yeah. This would probably be if not the most or the second most yeah. there's something else that competes with that
0: yeah and you know somebody that's close to you on the day-to-day um I, I mean i would agree with that i would agree i would say even in the span of time i've known you which is a long time you, you know we're looking at like what 18 years 17 years Where We at? that we've known each other i mean got to be Do close to that
1: 2014 no that's 2004 we were, sorry yeah it's like uh, <laughs> we were married we all. were married for it's two years at that point. <laughs> was it 20 2004
0: yeah. yeah that'll be
1: 20 years
0: this upcoming year oh my gosh it's a yeah. long time we known each other wow well. yeah so in that span of time obviously you know over the last 11 years of being married but, but i would say this what i watched happen in you in the last 48 weeks is the most transformation in, in mm-hmm. a period of time since i've known you and been married to you for sure uh, and I, I honestly probably would, would say a similar thing about me based on where I was a year ago to now. Y-
1: yes. Yeah. I me, mean, where you were last December, mid-December, is night and day to where you are now. Yeah. In yeah. certain areas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think part of, like, as people are listening, like, j- just to encourage them right out of the gate what we're saying, what we're talking about is the way that ultimately Jesus has been involved in our lives Mm -hmm. individually and together over this last year as this, as the primary source of where that, that transformation is coming from and possible from, but you know, lots of other factors with that, but that being that, that as you look at your life and you think about where you're at and where you kind of wish you were, or, 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 you know, to think about this next year in front of you, I'm talking, you know, to the people listening. 2024 and to think like here two people that are so much of so much growth transformation still to happen needs yes but to honestly be able to sit here and go over this last year we both grew Mm -hmm. tremendously Mm -hmm. and to think about where we were and where we are now like for to just encourage people to go like what's possible for you in your life in this next year, if you're just not in a good place or w- in the place you wish you were in, th- make don't lose hope and be encouraged. Like there it's possible to have an insane amount of growth in your life in all kinds of areas yep. within a calendar year. Yep. So to not underestimate like what could happen in the next season in front of you 2024, et cetera. You know, we are really sitting here as a byproduct, I think, of some of that and excited to continue, you know, yeah. to grow. For those that like don't know as much by you or whatever in the season like what, what how would you share part of that journey like what has grown when you think about yeah
1: that? yeah I would say back to the beginning of the year I don't remember exactly when but late winter early spring yeah like we just kept hitting these places of like not well there's major conflict but like minor conflict on the daily just rhythms Things that I was, what was coming out of me consistently.
0: And when you say we, you're talking about you and I. You and I. Yeah. Nice some clarifying. Sorry.
1: Right uh, that we recognized the journey, like the Lord had been doing things and transforming, but like there are still like these walls and these places where like there, we just felt stuck in the same place or. I was stuck in a place, or you right? Like these different places that uh you can you know like, you, I really feel like you need to continue pursuing counseling and like yeah. having somebody outside of me that is a trusted voice that's going to point you to Jesus that you can really process through more with to see what the Lord can continue to do with you or if there's something like what support you can get for where you're at. And so, can I pers- pause there for a second? Yeah.
0: I don't want you to lose your train of thought, but that I just want to talk about that for a second. Yeah. Because that was, I don't know, I didn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was very difficult for me based on, like, I didn't want, I've been mean, thinking about, and I want to hear how you felt as I brought that, because I'm sure there's couples out there that maybe yeah. have some of this in their, their own marriage, and yeah. they're wondering, like, if I were to tell my spouse, hey, I think you have, you, we need to take steps together, maybe individually together, or both to pursue additional help outside of our, us that there could be a lot of hurt in that or misunderstanding Absolutely. or offense or all of that. So, so like, I mean, for me that was extremely difficult because I wasn't in a place where I was like, I want to hurt you and I want to make you feel bad. Or I was like, my personality obviously is like, right. I, I don't, I, I, it terrifies me to do that to anybody, but I recognized we, we really had hit a point of like, I, I don't feel like I can help us in this enough by myself, yeah. And we trust the Lord. Obviously, He's working through us, and He's been leading and guiding in a lot of these. But like, it feels like there's there's some there's got to be some other help we can step into that doesn't like obliterate our trust or love for each other. How did how did you receive that initially when it came to like that? Hey,
1: let's- I don't think it was like oh, I think that's the best thing that I could do, and I totally received everything you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no, know I mean, I mean, I, feel like I think there I was probably uh hurt and bitterness and pride that was in the initial reactions and responses but as i think as we continued on that journey conversation like the lord began softening my heart and like i process so differently than you process and yeah. so for me so much as time
0: what would you what would you say to the to the person the spouse that's mm. maybe in both seats the one that's like i don't know I feel like I need to bring something like this up, but I'm afraid or nervous or whatever. How would you encourage them? And then how would you encourage the person receiving that kind of
2: encouragement?
1: I think on both sides, this idea that it it impacts both sides, like the hope for both parties, like there is, you don't know what's on the other end of that. Yeah, like there is hope on the other end in so many different ways like it might not be what you expect and anticipate so the one encouraging like hey what if you pursued what if we pursued presenting because you don't know what's on the other end for that person and you and so the encouragement of like do it like point people to other people that are godly that are wise that have great counsel that have great uh training and education in how to lead and guide other people because there's so much more available so much more potential there's so much more support and so be careful be cautious be wise in like how it's communicated but do it yeah and don't give up and be kind and gracious but like keep pursuing um and then on the receiving side of things like What's it going to hurt by trying? Yeah. Right? Like good. give it a couple months, give it three months and go like, are you, are you worse off? Are you really worse off? Or are yeah. you really stagnant in exactly where you were? Yeah. By, by pursuing counsel or whatever, not just professionally counseling, sure. but extra support, another wise friend, right. people that are intentionally in your life, accountability that, that gives another perspective than the person in that immediate relationship that is just another wise, trusted voice. Yeah, Like give it time, let the journey and the process happen and see and walk open-handed in it. And like, you don't know what can happen on the other side. Yeah. And I would say. I had say, no clue what could happen on the other side.
0: Yeah. I mean, neither of us did. No. You know? And, and I, I recognized part of what I, I knew had to be with my encouragement in that was like this undeniable um like commit I, i'm committed to you yeah like e- emphasis along that right. right hey i feel like i i can't do enough to help us on this right now but i'm not like i'm not walking out on this situation right. i'm with you and right. i why i'm bringing this up isn't because like i just want you to fix yourself or whatever um, so just get get it's like I want us to be healthier and yeah. enjoy more life together in yeah. a way that I think God's got us designed. how God has designed for us, and so. But I think that piece for people that are thinking about how do I do? I mean, like, you know, you, you just said it perfectly. Like, do do it. Do, how you careful, but like, but also if you're in that spot, whether you're the husband or wife, you're like, for your spouse to know, no matter what, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm in this with you. I'm not going anywhere, and it's because I want us to be connected mm-hmm. more. Uh, like that's got to be reinforced. Multi- I, I feel like a lot, even if you say it once. And that was, I think that was a that's, piece that I, I really, think
1: that's your biggest. Like, my ultimate goal is greater connection with you. Yeah, my ultimate goal is greater connection with you. And like, then for me, or my like, yeah, I know, I heard you say that, but then it, it helps r- continually reaffirm that. And so the feelings of self doubt I have, or the right. feelings of insecurity. I can actually go back to, him. well, he's continually saying this. And so I have a trust and reassurance in that. And right. I feel that from him. Yeah. is significant.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, the enemy will always try to communicate that opposite message, Absolutely. which is he doesn't want to be connected. Yep. Or she doesn't want to be connected. That she wants, you, you know, there, there'd be more space or you, she's rejecting you. He's yep. rejecting you. Right. So like that idea of him, just but however you can reinforce that's really, really important along the journey. Okay. So thanks for That quick little sidebar. I think that's that could be people that are like, oh my gosh, how do do we even navigate that? So that process kind of restarted in, you know, early in the year.
1: Yeah, probably March.
0: So talk a little bit more about that. and
1: started pursuing a counselor that I had been with for at least a year and a half during COVID time. Yeah. And um, started going on a journey with her and a weekly meeting and it was good. And like, Oh man, I mean, she is so, uh, she's incredible. She's so life giving and yeah. encouraging and challenging. And so like, it was such a just like refreshing. And there were times where I'm like, I don't want to have to do this. I don't want to take this time or I don't want to find childcare or I don't want to have my three kids watching TV and like try to manage them while I'm doing counseling at the kitchen table. This is just, you know, yeah. walking into it feelings. And then every time I'd be going, praise God. Like, I'm so thankful I had that. Yep. I'm so thankful I'm walking away challenged a little bit, maybe with some action steps. I need to, I can walk in or just, I'm encouraged. I have a or I have a safe place, Yeah, right? A safe place. I can talk and process and it be a safe place. Nobody's going to judge me. Nobody's going to critique me. It's just going to be, okay, here's a place for you to do that. And so, I think just having that place outside of a spouse relationship or what other, depending on your state and season of life, that close relationship, those safe places are vital. Yeah, and so went on that journey for months and then um, reached a point in early August where she recommended um, doctor that she had worked under, doctor counselor, chaplain.
2: Yeah. He's got a couple doctors. He's
1: awesome. Um, That she had worked with or learned under, excuse me. And she's like, he's really hard to get into, but like, let me see if I can get you in to see him like even once. And got into him and was singing like, oh, I'll see him like once or twice. And it really has been a two, about two months, two times a month since August that I've gotten to meet with Dr. Tilly. And like. My change from August to now yeah has been significant
2: yeah significant,
1: significant massive like I mean, game changing yeah
0: and and that that you you had been doing I mean but January to August, you know February to August was so much of I think really tilling tilling the ground and reengaging in That openness still, God, God, what are you wanting to do in me in a way that is transforming more? And then but there was something from August till now Mm -hmm. that has just been an exponential kind of growth experience from what was to what is.
1: And it's been so many layers, right? It hasn't been one thing where it's been the layers of walked in. I walked in for ADHD testing and just as i were walking through as i walked through with uh casey my counselor like all these different things she's like let's go let's try that route let's see if that's a potential for you just as what you've been walking through struggling with dealing with so walked in took that test and was like uh you're not there which our journey your journey right has been like i'm like i don't i don't have i don't have i don't struggle with adhd right Right. like as we've really walked this out right So it was just like like what? Okay. Like, all right, like let's let's just try. Let's see. And then that door though was the door that has that the Lord is like, okay, let's like, let's take you on this journey. Yeah. And so really fully recognizing, like recognized early on in the year, as I pursued Casey initially, I had pursued just Kaiser doctors before. Right. Like recognizing, like, oh, I actually I really do struggle with anxiety. I was like, I'm anxious here. I'm anxious there. This is anxious. Like, oh no. Like this is this is reoccurring consistent. Yeah. And so recognizing and owning that and so walking that journey. But then come really end of August, uh, with Dr. Tilly, that like recognition of the anxiety world, he pointed me to us like a homeopathic supplement that I began taking. And then I also reached out to a nutritionist that we've been working with for Bo for right. his health stuff. Um, did some testing with her and she got me on a regimen of supplements to just help support my body as I've been like, I've been pregnant or nursing for the past
0: By, oh, eight. marriage, <laughs> oh, <laughs> eight,
1: oh, eight, well, eight plus eight years plus nine months. Right. However long, like mm-hmm. math again, mm-hmm. almost nine years Um, inside my body's just depleted. So just getting, my body back to a place of like beginning to rebuild it yeah. with different supplements. And so this combination of supplements, homeopathic medicine, um, and then begin doing a deeper work with Dr. Tilly with somebody who is so highly educated and trained that I haven't gotten the opportunity to really do that like deep work with right. and be taught. Like some of it's teaching, some of it's like, been like deep transformation work um crazy and then like for me right the multi-layers as i have walked with the lord and the yeah. lord's been part of this in my relationship with jesus but this growth of in my intentionality with the lord that has been this for years right but there's been a different significant change i would even say since spring in my pursuit of jesus in my relationship with him yeah that has been growing differently and it's been that's everything, right? That's the source of everything. Like I right. can't get through any of this without recognizing like that it really is that's the center of it all. Everything. Um and then I started for me, like I am such a holistic health person. I love fitness, but how I had been operating in my fitness world circumstantially, seasonally, was at home mainly or at a box gym that was just not cutting it for me when I got to be in there um and so just over 2 months ago you really helped really push me in the positive to go like hey let's make this happen for you like you need this yeah. you need something more because of how you're wired what your experiences with fitness have been um so started crossfit for the first time
0: yeah and that was like early october yeah it was not that not that long ago no. i i think another point to just say to spouses in marriages out there i had I had, I had heard this longing and this frustration for us for a long period of time from you around the, the, this desire, which was, you know, you've experienced in your past just an incredible like health and fitness and workout community that has been difficult to find anything close to here compared to where you experienced it before, you know, in Modesto and around different places with Get Fit, shout out Jonathan and Tara Crenshaw and that whole world. The best. Um, and so, you know, it's been a, since we've been here, it hasn't been the same thing yeah. you haven't found. So I've heard that, but then, you know, I really, it's something clicked for me as I, as you've been, I wa- I started to really watch you take these steps that this year take these steps. I hadn't seen you take or be willing maybe to take before Yeah, something opened my eyes to go, Hey, like she's, she's been stepping into some of these things more now you need to also figure out ways to come alongside her and hear some of these desires and just figure out how to make them happen if yeah. it's possible. And so, you know, that was part of the like, hey, what's the closest thing we, we could find to that maybe? And even if it's going to cost and be a sacrifice, yeah. that's something I hear you saying, man, I need I need this. I want this to bring joy and, and health and fulfillment in that way. And so uh, I think for a while it was just like, Why can't you, why can't we figure it out? Why can't you figure it out here or at this place? Yeah. And it was finally like, man, she's putting in the work. This is, you need to make this sacrifice as a a family to make this work. And so anyway, that's part of that journey. I think there's things even for people to go. What frustration or desire has your spouse been communicating, even if it's been subliminally, not explicitly, and you can recognize that maybe you've just tuned out. Yeah. That it might be time to engage and go, man, maybe this isn't just a complaint. Maybe this is an opportunity yeah. for me to love and serve them by figuring out how to make something like this happen. So speaking of that, I hadn't done that well. And I had stepped into that yeah. this last season to yeah. help make that happen. And that has been a part. You've yeah. found something even there. Yeah. Would you say that's been like, maybe not totally what you looked for, but right. more in that that direction? Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Having a uh, community of people where you can actually talk to a human being instead of like walk around and like have people... With their headphones, and like I have personal training clients, right? And I love that, and yet that's still different than walking into like a community,
2: right? Where people where
0: you're also working out, yes, right? And like I'm being pushed and I'm being
1: challenged, right? Um, and so that really has been, and I love like I love the physical challenge, like for my mind, for my like who I am, right? Like my mental health has only increases when I am being pushed physically hard, um. So that's been a great joy, but like, right. So it's so many layers of thing. It's not been one area. It's been so many layers of like, man. there's been growth and transformation because like Jesus has done like the deeper, deeper things. I'm giving him space. Like let's go uproot and do the hard and uncomfortable work that is going to have fruit come out differently.
2: Would you? Yes
0: that was so beautifully said i cannot reiterate that enough there's there's so many different factors to this and it's important people to hear that and really know there isn't like this magic bullet magic pill one thing just counseling just physical fitness just a devotion or whatever right like it, it's a multi-layer of surrendering all of your life to yeah. the lord to let him impact every area now would you like you know i'm thinking about putting more, um, even handlebars on for people listening and been a, maybe even a part of this journey, like the recognition of like, I actually am more anxious mm. than I could acknowledge mm-hmm. before. Um, and some of those things, how can you give us a picture of like, what did that actually look like? What did the unhealthy, I'm asking you to be vulnerable for a moment. And and I'm gonna and there's a reason why I'm gonna go. I have a place I'm going, and so, uh, you know, you you don't have to say anything in that world. But, um, what did what did that un what does unhealthy look like for people that are listening to go? What are we really t- what are they talking about? Like, what got healthier? What kind of what are they experiencing now yeah. that was so shifted from where? Because I think a lot of people probably have some similar responses or things that they've wrestled with that. Are probably there whether they can acknowledge it or not, or their spouse can acknowledge it or not. Mm-hmm. Like, could you could you give us the like the pre and the post pictures of like kind of what maybe an example of what some of that would have looked like, like how Jesus has transformed that?
1: Yeah, I would say for me, most mornings, I that like wake up and feel like I have I have to do. All these things that I feel like I need to do, I feel like I need to do everything within the first hour of the day. I feel the weight of it all. I feel that. And so, what that produces in me, right? The like my mind. And then recognizing like I do have some symptoms and tendencies of ADHD. And so, you couple like the anxiety with the like ADHD world where my brain doesn't necessarily fire perfectly and be able to think fully straightforward. And that over. Layering in the mornings, where like I feel like I so many times got paralyzed. Like, for example, getting multiple lunches ready in the kitchen and five breakfasts at the same time, where doing those tasks, then feeling all the things like I almost get paralyzed and panicky choosing items to put in a lunch or trying to get something from a dish to a plate and then what that causes in me what was coming out of me was harshness anger responses towards everyone around me and then like so i mean internally there's that like feeling of a failure i'm not good enough these lies um but then so many mornings in that like the lightheaded dizzy panic attack um feeling of work kids ha- like doing that all in the mornings often um and then often in the evening again as a summer different right just depends right. on the circumstances season but like trying when everyone has all their energy coming together <laughs> um and trying to do meals and tasks and multiple different people talking to me but like
0: and man- managing all of their emotions to a degree yep. too right like you're you're whether someone's cranky from waking up weird or right i realize that's also mm-hmm. you know moms and dads but a lot of moms probably understand more that world of you're doing all those practicals and then there's just the uh intangibles of the emotional yeah. relational dynamics of children and kids and spouse
2: you know as well
1: yeah but for me i would say most of my anxiety was producing in my anxiousness produced for me anger and harshness coming out of me
0: yeah yeah i think it's I'd that, that snowball that would happen of mm-hmm. you know anxiousness anxiety uh that would lead to you know some form of like a, a co- coping with that by a, maybe a shortness with others mm-hmm. or a harshness and then you mentioned how like that, then internally, that's what's coming on the external, but the internal is yeah, really creating like that like um, re- regret or self-loathing of like I'm a failure. Why do I do that? And then it almost just like reproduces yeah. itself as the snowball gets bigger until the circumstances can be controlled maybe more, or they've or they're away, like the kids are finally at school, or the you know the volume has finally come down, and um and so. Yeah, but thanks for thank you for sharing yeah. pieces of that. I think one of the one of the things I want to acknowledge across this journey I've watched you walk individually and not and not just because I think what I'm gonna pivot into just for a moment before wrapping up this kind of segment here is to talk about what I'm really seeing now mm-hmm. coming out of you in those moments. But to acknowledge even up to this you know season where there's been so much growth um you always and I, I i can genuinely say always you always found yourself back at the feet of Jesus mm. and allowed the holy spirit to speak to you and produce repentance mm.
2: uh
0: when something came out of you that was maybe not life giving or hurtful or not glorifying to the lord or whatever you, you and then period uh different times at times lengths of what that looked like yeah but like the just acknowledge that the journey of of jesus and people's lives you know it it is a process and journey and it could be years but i have been so inspired and challenged by you over the years mm. that even when moments like that happen your ability to bring it to the lord and listen to him convict or correct or rebuke and then encourage and then communicate that at some point a text a call hey i'm sorry for the way that i responded or whatever um has just been so it's been so powerful and i think mm. that is so difficult to do even you know, in and of itself and i think that could be one of the biggest keys to a healthy relationship mm. is a spouse's ability both spouse's ability to allow the Holy Spirit to do the work in them, speak to their hearts when they've, uh, when they, they need it to happen. Yeah. And so that their spouse isn't always the Holy Spirit. It yeah. can't, it can't be. But to have the humility to go, I, ah, yeah, no, I really didn't do that right. And even if it takes me a day or whatever, a week to come back and acknowledge that, you've just, you've done that in so many moments that I go, wow, like, it's not like you just turned the Jesus button on this year. Like, it's, Jesus has been working in you for a long time. Yeah. But this has just been a, a significant shift more recently. So thanks for sharing. Anything else in, in that space you would just say, you know, as you've been walking through it, if for somebody that you, again, listening and they're like, man, that's me. Everything she just said or something that she just said about that, I just, oh my gosh, that feels like somebody's reading my mail. I resonate. How would you encourage them? What would you say to them? Maybe if they're in the middle of that right now.
1: And there's hope. It doesn't always have to be this way. Yeah. And you are not broken. You are not less than. Gosh, you're still just as valuable. You're still just as incredible in the way that you are made in the image of God. Um, in the midst of all the feelings, in the midst of your mind is processing in your heart like and there's hope yeah and it's not easy to pursue the things like that journey from like where you are to what is to the growth to some change to some feelings and alleviation it doesn't look the same for everybody As i've Talk to so many people this year, like it looks so different for so many different people, um. And that journey to get to the next step, like not the destination, but like the next step, is not comfortable necessarily, but the the things that are comfortable for us don't really produce change in us and yeah. don't transform. Um, and you're not alone, like, but there's people. There are people. That want to walk with you in it um, and be with you in it and are equipped. Like there are people that are so equipped. Yeah. Um, and it is worth pursuing support.
2: Yeah. Big time.
1: And that support looks different, right? That's yeah. not a one size fits all. That no. is so varied and different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Great encouragement. Yeah. And to the person that's maybe in the other position if you will you know and, and that doesn't uh negate that they both people again the person that you choose to marry is the person that God has for you yep. and so in that uh ma- marriage is such a beautiful refining environment for mm-hmm. both people there's not one like and so for me like just acknowledging like how much the lord along this journey for what he's been doing in you has been such a um A part of the things that he's been doing and wants to do in me and it's not like this okay cool god take care of holly so we could have a better marriage right it's like all right god yeah i definitely feel like i i don't know what else to do here but but i need more help and keep working on me along the way because i am a broken you know you just said I remember, You just said you're not broken, but I'm just saying. I, I, there, right. I gave it to the to the. Yes. Right. I, I need. I am. I'm in a work in progress too. Uh. But the the thing I want to encourage people with too before moving into this next point is just. The. You mentioned the word hope. I I had come to a point, mm. as we wrapped up our 10 year anniversary, which was October 2022, and you know right kind of before some of the crazy of the last year began i had really just begun to think this is this world of what i've experienced in our relationship coming out of holly and moments like this and stuff is it's just not there's no there's no possibility of it changing yeah it's going to be like this and i have to stop wishing it would change or i have to stop praying it would change and um believing it could and i just need to get over that and move past that's never going to happen and this is just going to be part of it and we're just going to deal with this and and w- what i be what i saw happen miraculously in this last year was this reality like wait a minute like god there's nothing outside of the bounds of what god can do in a person and in a relationship period and i'm experiencing and i would really say like you know over the last since august till now what is that four months or so like the reality is it's still happening it's yeah. like it wasn't just the conference weekend and the last a week or two and man look at it, now we're back it's like it's it's changed it's actually yeah. changed and i'm going i mean man god you you, you really are capable yeah. of doing a deep work in someone's life in a way that like just to encourage somebody like there don't lose hope don't stop praying even yeah. for your spouse or for that child or for that you know parent dynamic and relationship or whatever that there's something that continuing to trust the lord with and pray and show up and love and grow yourself in you have to know it there there is something on the other side that i'm i i just didn't actually think it was there until i got to experience it the way i have in this last season um and then the the other piece to this was and you mentioned you just preached this uh recently at our church and Freaking killed it, by the way. Um, gosh, it just was so cool. Anytime I get to hear you preach, it's like a I I'm sitting on usually that front row, and I'm I, I have this picture. I I shared this with you when this last time you preached, but just this picture of like my little eighth grade, ninth grade self that <laughs> dreamed about. Really, actually, you were the first person because of the way that all worked out, and ironically. But about uh, a a wife that loved the Lord and was able to lead people in what that looked like, whether it was Mm. preaching or worship or teaching or whatever, and to just sit there again on Sunday and be like, man, God, look at, like, you brought me such a partner in this Mm. who's, like, challenging me to grow in you. And it was awesome. Uh, You said something around part of what has been a massive factor in our transformation together and your transformation and my transformation individually is – how we prayed together this year. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. And maybe talk about, like, I mean, I have thoughts, but what, what's your perspective? Because when I think about, I mean, we're pastors, yep. being Christians since we were, you know, <laughs> really, really Christians or whatever. I gave my life for real to Jesus at like 13, although I was raised in church. So prayer's yep. not foreign to us. You were, you gave your life even younger and all that, Christian home. We know, pray, we talked about pray, but like, for whatever reason, for 10 years of marriage to pray together every day was such a weird hurdle. Yeah. And something really since January 2023 till now, something shifted and we have done more of that. But will you talk a little bit about that journey and communicate what kind of you communicated even in your sermon?
1: Oh, yeah. I'll have to think back to the sermon part. Well, no,
0: my, just more of that you, you mentioned this in your sermon. Oh, about, yeah. Like just how the transform, how, tra-
1: transforming effect of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Yeah, it's always been something that has been so awkward or uncomfortable, or just circumstances weren't right. Like for years, I went to bed way earlier than you. Right. Right. So like sleep schedules, some like,
0: some real practical things. Maybe it's impacted that. Yes. So like, And yet, let me acknowledge, right? As I'm sitting here now, I would have used that as as an excuse. I yes. That would have felt justified. Yes. But there, the reality is, it's not. There could have been plenty of other moments in the day or evening when we were again even pre-kids all that stuff we could have been intentional about oh, totally. coming together to pray at least once a day right but but i totally that was like my oh well we're not going to bed together so right we're, you know, keep keep going
1: uh that i don't i mean i don't really fully recall the start of it i remember you pursuing going like hey i want to start praying together more and then i also remember reading this book both of us had read i don't remember if it was ehs or if it was tim keller's prayer book so tim keller's prayer could book could
0: have been it could have been because it, it really it kickstarted in January when we our church did a, a 21 Starving. days of fasting and prayer through uh, a, a cool book slash devotional called uh, Starving 21 Days of Something with Jesus, and and that was the thought I think was like okay, I know praying together is going to be valuable, right? I I want to just try for 21 days. Could we pr- could we pray together every night for 21 days straight? Like that seems so easy, small and elementary but man we have not done that probably yeah. could we do it let's try that was kind of like can we, let's do this together yeah. that's what started it but um so we did that and we, we went to bed more together that was a big practical thing too yeah but that's what kickstarted it but how m- maybe pause what was difficult what was awkward for you
1: it was awkward for me about praying together? yeah is i think at the beginning of like our friendship relationship there was so much like depth spiritually yeah as we grew and then there has been i think so much from me insecurity like i mean like real honestly right like right there has been in our relationship like insecurity and feeling not as significant as like you really have held which is great like the the pastor leader role but there's been insecurities in me and so as it comes to praying there's just been like this like from both of us though, an awkwardness. Oh, yeah. Like, is she judging me? Is she judging is he judging me? Am I praying right? Right. Like we can pray and lead in the church. <laughs> yeah, no, have no, no problem. problem. Like with a hundred people. <laughs> right, totally. More more than a hundred people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't uncomfortability like um where I know some people that would be part of their their wrestling. It's like I don't feel I know like I know how to pray. And that's a yeah. very legitimate thing that would pause somebody or make it a hindrance. That wasn't ours. We we prayed all the time. It was it was the fact that it was with each other. Yeah. And for me to acknowledge part of that, like the awkwardness was I, I over a period of time, I recognized that you had been feeling or were in some form of, of feeling insecure around when we prayed together. And I didn't want to make you feel like that. Yep. And so there was times where I was like, I, I've heard her or I can sense, I'm very high sense, high feel guy. So I was like, she's not vibing on this. I don't want to make her feel spiritually inferior. Yeah. And so I'm not going to pray because I don't want to make her feel like that and cause even more of a divide. So that was there. And then the other piece of it was like, I, I think that there was these, it just felt like if you didn't communicate like a real desire to. Right. I always kinda just took that as my nonverbal communication EQ, right. which not which isn't uh I would say that's not right. I shouldn't have made assumptions based on yeah. and then I would think about, oh, she really knows me and knows this day. And she knows I didn't spend time with the Lord today based upon but probably our schedule or whatever. Like and she knows the way I talked to her and we got in this thing around dinner and we haven't really like resolved that yeah. necessarily. So to the, Hey, let's, let's pray together before we fall asleep. will feel so disingenuous. Yeah. And I, I don't want her to, I mean, I just, I, you know, so all of those were factors. I'm sure there's others that contributed, I think for me to be like, I ah, don't need to pray. Let's we'll just say <laughs> love you. Good night. For sure. And then you put your little <laughs> earplugs in. and your little, Oh my gosh. Can we just say how many times like, there's been the bedtime like pray or I love you right before we actually like, you know, go to sleep. And oh, my gosh, I just have to say this because I don't I feel like I need it. It's like, oh, I get you off my chest where I have said we say goodnight after a prayer. Mm-hmm. And I always it's like good It's, you know, amen. We finish. The and I say, I love you. <laughs> and that's like That's it. And usually I'm the, I say it and you respond me too. you. There have been so many times you are so quick after the amen to put your earplugs in that i've said i love you and you don't say it back <laughs> and i am like okay i love you and you're like what and i'm like i i just said i love you and i'm just like it's free earplugs like just, just
1: it's one earplug though
0: one one freaking earplug just wait an extra half of a second so that mm. you can hear me Somebody's somebody so dumb but okay but but we started to step into it let's just talk about that world yeah what, i mean I, I would i would look at it almost even like any discipline that takes time like right what does it say like the average the average amount of time to to produce like a rhythm and a habit is like thirty days yeah. I'd say that's probably a pretty i mean that's somewhere between twenty and thirty days of doing this. We started to experience like a, like a rhythm and a sweet spot yeah. where we felt i think more comfortable yeah to doing this
1: yeah and yeah, it got, it just got less awkward or less uncomfortable in the togetherness of it. Yeah. And then as we've consistently done it and we haven't done every night, we've done yeah. most nights, but like yeah. there's been nights where it's just circumstances that don't, they're that just unique.
0: Yeah. We, I would say we have prayed more in this year together than we have in our entire marriage up to this point. Oh, for sure. Combined. Would Absolutely. You say that? Yeah. Which is crazy, but.
1: Absolutely. That's nuts. And, um, I mean now like it's just this, it's a safe place. Like it's instead of feeling like I have to, uh, really care about what you're thinking yeah. about what I'm praying. Right? right. Like that emotional, like there's just a different level of emotional health Yes. where it's like, I'm not worried necessarily. I mean, there's still sometimes I'm like, well, oh, uh, should I, should I really say this? Should I not say this? But then majority of the time it really is this like, man, I mean, I'm talking to Jesus. Yeah. And there's a unifying and a spiritual protection in our home and a like at the at the ultimate, like it is just shifting and pointing my heart back to Jesus. And then the, like the unification and the oneness of us in our in that sacredness of marriage. Like that it's it's created a greater uh unifying in our marriage and a greater joy and a greater intimacy because because Jesus is becoming more the center of our marriage and not just the center of our lives, but like our marriage in us together. And so it has not just been great times of prayer throughout the year with the Lord or things that we're praying for or people, our kids, but like there is it has created and forged a greater unity in our marriage. Yeah. Absolutely. That that's been transformative. Yeah. And so, right, like all these different layers of things and growth the Lord has, like, there is this, like, there's been a growth in Jesus for the two of us, but then a growth in our marriage because of, really because of prayer and then other things on top, like, and there's plenty of things that come up and tension and conflict.
2: Yeah.
1: But there's that, like, man, we're so much more in union because of that, like, because of Jesus yeah. holding us together at a greater level, that's been significant this yeah. year.
0: And I, I think when I look back on this year, that spiritual intimacy that we've developed yeah. together in our marriage with Jesus is, has become one of my favorite mm. things in life. That like I treasure it, like I treasure it. I look forward to it. I look forward to depositing more into it, investing more, and spending more time in whatever that looks like. Um, I look forward to praying with you. Yeah. Now where before it was such a reticence and a you know hesitation, it's like, uh, and it's so beautiful as a husband, and, and I I'm sure there's a degree of this as a wife, obviously, spouse in general. But when I when I pray, when I get to hear you talk to Jesus, when your head hits the pillow each night it gives me as a husband an insight into where your heart's at in the most real sense once you get through all of the awkward uncomfortable i'm worried about how to pray what to pray with him listening and you're just i think you said you're talking to jesus and when that really clicked and i begin to listen and pray with you but go what a window in i'm getting to my wife's heart and soul right now even that's two minutes it's a minute and a half of to go man lord I'm connecting to her as she's t- connecting to you. I mean, it's like how God yeah. probably designed it, you know, yeah. in that way to go, man, I know now tomorrow morning or tomorrow throughout the day, I could be praying for her in this way. Cause this is what's heavy on her heart. This yep. person's going through this and she's praying about that or whatever. And, and, and so that it, just that spiritual intimacy in our marriage. Again, I, one of those things I didn't know was p- mm-hmm. possible. I thought maybe, but maybe not us. I see other people think, think they have it, but maybe, we won't. And the Lord has just been like, yeah, it's possible. Yes. And, and I would say too, just people listening, because I know there's a varying degree of where uh, spouses are at in that desire, right? Like how many times we've talked to people or we've had conversations where and there's a gap. Like it's, I think it's more rare to experience part of what we're starting to experience mm. than it is. It's common in Christian yeah. marriages. Right. And for the person listening, that's like, I would, I dream of some of that. Um, to to continue to take that next step, right? You said it so beautifully earlier. It may not be like you're gonna get to the destination immediately, but what does that next step look yep. like? And keep trying to take that with the Lord and see what He can do. Yeah. Um, because I mean, it's been it's I guess probably the best part of my year. And there's been some amazing parts of this year mm-hmm. uh, of growth and, and and development and transformation. But that's been such a beautiful piece. So, um, yeah. Thanks for your patience mm-hmm. with me along the the journey of those ten years previously to lead
2: and be consistent. Yeah. In leading. Yeah. And something that I've really had to grow in a lot. Prayer, counseling, fitness, some supplements and medication.
0: A lot of Jesus. Yep. A lot of community. Yep. A lot I'm of community. In. Gosh, those relationships that we get to have and continue to be a part of or just precious but all of that's impacted Mm -hmm. so much for us this year this being close to the wrap-up of this 52 project yeah um you and the kids have watched me go on this journey yeah there's been a lot of ups and downs a little bit along the way there too um and sacrifices all around, but you guys have had to make some sacrifices. Here. What, just from a wife's perspective of watching this over the last year, like, how, what has this been like? And yeah, just thoughts. I mean, from the people that are like, what's Holly think about any of this stuff that he's been attempting to do?
1: Yeah. I think I thought at the beginning of the year, when you came up with the idea, I was like, man, that sounds cool. And like, it's gonna be awesome for him just just reconnect with people and maybe pursue some like just you know these like super influential like big sure. people right yeah. it was like kind of like the maybe that's what's gonna happen who knows that'd be cool really an opportunity for him and watching the unfolding of not just a podcast the journey for you of the journey of growth and the restoration that like the Lord had for you from yeah. as you've talked about like 2022 being such a challenging personal year for you watching like the first podcast podcast with Landon where you guys were gone all night and like just trying to figure out like what how do we even do the setup tech by like we have an idea but like how does this happen? Yeah to each week like A part of your heart regrowing, healing, like, this restoration of joy that begin coming, like, into you and then coming out of you. There's so many pieces of it, right? So, just the impact on you and watching, like, this just really be something that the Lord has used to, like, restore, give, breathe life into you, give you a creative outlet and passion and the way you just love people and relationships and connection so much to be able to have all these connected moments that you wouldn't have had otherwise in this year. Right. Right. Like people that you would not have talked to right. No chance in this year on just a regular year, like without this intentional pursuit of them. And so for you to be able to experience that relational joy, uh but then to watch this like the challenges of it right where you're like yeah oh i feel like i'm hitting a wall on a technology just not working or being an issue like a camera shutting down right like these like little back end pieces that caused hours and hours and hours of frustration that just created more like i'm going to learn more and i'm going to grow more and it end up unlocking something in you in this development growth learning a new area piece for you um this factor and then the like practicality of like how do i schedule in an hour a week into my schedule first and foremost then how do i get once i get to a certain point of like oh yeah the people that are around me like this is really easy to like schedule practically but then there's people that i want to have conversations with like they live really busy full lives and they're not close by right or our com our schedules just don't mesh well, and so the feeling of like, man, I'm hitting a wall. Am I going to be able to continue doing this? Am I really going to get past month three? Am I really going to get past month seven? Like, because of filling in conversations at the right timing, right? Right? Totally. Like, I have all these people that I right. can have conversations with, but like coordinating at all, coordinating and logistics, and so just. For watching the pursuit of you of going like i'm not gonna stop or then like my expectation was i was gonna have a conversation with this person and then you got a conversation or you it allowed you the opportunity to pursue somebody else so you're like who wasn't thinking about this person and then you're like whoa like just the way that the lord re you use that term forever like the rekindling romance yeah right but it's like that the lord reminds you of experiences and encounters and the way somebody impacted your life in a micro moment or a large moment that you got to relive and share. It's been like for you, right? Yeah. Just so cool. And then yeah. for so many people, like there's there's that other world of things. Like I did not expect at the beginning of the year for this to be such an impactful journey and project for so many other people. Yeah. Like that these conversations would be something that it would so intentionally, the Lord would so use to like intentionally meet people where they're at in brokenness, in hopelessness, in frustrations, in or just like encouragement that they're like, whoa, I did not expect that this conversation, listening to this would like change something in me or yeah. light up something in me or teach me something or give me a new perspective that I never thought of. And so I did not anticipate and expect that it would be such an impactful thing, which I'm sure you. In the way you think, her, like, oh yes, this is totally going to impact people. But I was like, this is really going to be a cool journey for you, and did not think, man, this is going to be powerful for people. Yeah. On the receiving end, yeah. the listening end, not in the conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it definitely has, I think far 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 ex far out exceeded yeah. what what I thought it could do. Um, and it was you know it, it kind of did it morphed along the way. I I had this idea, and didn't know how it was going to. Be accomplishable, mm. uh, or if it was impossible, but have also had some incredible uh, help and support along the way. And, yes, you know, I mean, massive shout out to Andy Irwin, who's take taken footage and stuff every week and put it together and helped make it happen. Because at the beginning of this whole thing, and he was, you know, he had an episode on here, uh, long, you know, back in the beginning of this, uh, because of the impact of just watching him in that season in our gym guys with the gym that we've been working out with and um, that haven't in a while by the way so I should acknowledge that we still have a long journey to continue to walk yeah. but uh, people that have just been a part um to make it happen yeah uh, people that have said yes and you know when somebody else had canceled and I had my list of people to go to next and just is there any way you can make it happen so we could continue this you know just all of the different parts to that um but i but I definitely didn't think it was gonna be as well received by so many people yeah. from far and wide. Like I mean, it's I got people that have reached out that I didn't even realize were still connected to anything yes. that I was doing in life. You know, from previous seasons, that were like, I so loved this episode, or it was so cool for this, and so that's been really cool. And I I think for me, part of this too is, um, yeah, I, I I definitely did not think that this was going to change me mm. as much as it did. Yeah to get to have these conversations and really help walk out even or share pieces of these people's journeys in the short time of conversation that we would have. And then I recognize about halfway through how much each conversation had this little flavor of just divine sovereignty Mm. that even if no one listened, that this was for me and them Mm -hmm. and to remind them of in a lot of the conversations something that god had done in them or through them at one point whether a long time ago or recent that impacted me and made a difference i watched even through you know the screen at times people you could see and feel the lord working in those moments to like almost uh, rekindle something in them or reignite or remind them of man i'm still doing something or i have more and I just, that's really where I, everything turned out. If I never got a big guest in the future or whatever, something that I was like kind of dreaming big for, mm-hmm. it was like, this is about really the guests Yep. Um, along this journey, even more than it's about the people listening to the conversations. I I just did not see that uh, coming until yeah. really like about halfway through. And it's been such a beautiful gift for me uh, to get to have as well. Um, You know, I think as I step into this next season, uh, of life going into twenty twenty four. Um, you know, I, I recognize that there's there's still so much growth and transformation God wants mm. to do. And I meant you mentioned, I mentioned, I've talked about it a few times on the podcast up to this point, but yeah, twenty twenty two was the most difficult year of my life in different seasons and places. And as I've walked out this podcast journey, yeah, I've been writing a book as well. Yep. Um that as close to being done i my i'm anticipating it it being my goal my kind of target release time is going to be spring of 2024 you know i'm hoping around april uh to make it all happen and and man just as i'm as i've gotten closer to finishing it along this journey and really unpacking the last 18 months of my life throughout the book you know which is This is the name of it in case people didn't know. It's called Freed Up to Build Up because part of this whole journey has been God helping me really get freed up from the things holding me back so we can, he could build up who I was made to be. And that's been part of what every episode has been walking out with other people. But uh, I have never been as vulnerable and transparent and honest. Mm Mm-hmm in my life mm-hmm. as i have in this book and share really for the first time in 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 a in a place that can be publicly received yeah the journey in a little bit more depth of what i really walked through and how god did what he did and yeah how i believe he wants to do things in other people as well and and so that's been something that i'm both equally like really nervous about <laughs> and excited about because it's true to who I am and who we are and I believe who God's called us to be but I was rereading through the intro in chapter one the other day and recognized like this it I might this is definitely have to go to a few different pre-readers before (laughs) just in case I'm crazy which I probably am but but I'm so excited to share that that message and that journey with people Mm -hmm. more um in this next season and and for those that where part of the fifty two project you know so much of those moments along the way helped impact and encourage and keep me even mm-hmm. pressing into that journey of finishing uh this book and and uh, i I'm, I'm just so excited to get it into people's hands and heads and hearts really because I know that there's there's so much that God wants to do still in people's lives that they might have just pushed eject button on mm-hmm. or become hopeless in whether it's getting freed up from something that they just can't push through or get yeah. past or really stepping into the fullness of the next thing God's called them to do or who's called them to be and um my journey of getting freed up to build up is is a lot like a lot of people's journeys yep. but uh so man it, it, pray for me as I finish this thing for those that are listening that have been a part of this journey of supporting a podcast thank you yeah I've got one more episode next week um and uh can't wait to share m- more. I'm going to talk next week more about what I really am excited to step into after mm-hmm. the 52 Project. What 2024 has for this podcast and um, beyond and the book um, and and so much that I think God's uh, continuing to reveal. Uh, I'm excited to take the month of January off and rest. Yep. Rest in the presence of the Lord. Really lay that first month of 2024 at his feet. Surrender pray fast and seek him and just go i'm gonna be really slow in this mm. month with you before jumping back into podcast stuff or whatever but um there's gonna be some really cool things i think i'm excited to press into you for 2024 mm. but but you the support
2: and belief and mm. championing that you've given me along this year well i mean
0: since the end of 2022 the whole opening of my book talks about the beginning of this with us and from that moment till now, about a year, you know, like none of what God has done or is doing through me would have been possible had it not been for Mm -hmm. the way that you received me in a really broken place and walked with me in the healing and rehabilitation yeah. period of that with such a faithful, grace-filled love, unconditional love. And so, thank you. Yeah, Because in January earlier this year when we talked, I could say things like that, but just not a de- the same depth I can now yeah. from this year. and. Just there's so much still on your life, babe, that I would say uh, as I listened to you preach recently, and I just sat here and listened to you talk today that um man, you are an impactor so much larger than you realize, like your- your words have so much weight, mm. and your journey is gonna just open up more of a opportunity to impact people because of how real you've been and are continuing to step into being um your your loyalty and commitment to Jesus so in challenging and attractive, like I just find myself so attracted to you, in so many ways, <laughs> all the time. It's crazy. It's it's too much. Honestly, we talked about this. Like it's like I I need you. I need you to not be as attractive as you are. Don't do that. Obviously, you're not keeping <laughs> keeping. But you, you're you're inside and out so beautiful mm. and so strong and wise and just beyond my wildest dreams of what I prayed and hoped I'd have as a spouse. And and I can genuinely, not to say that because it's a public podcast and like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like what I've watched the Lord do in you and us in this last year has only reinforced that and that continuing to grow hmm. in the next season of our marriage. So thanks for being with me today.
1: Absolutely, thanks for having me. I love you. I love you.
0: I love you. And uh, yeah. Here's to the end of 2023 going into 2024. See what the Lord has. Everybody listening, thanks for joining us. Until next time, see ya.